Welcome one, welcome all, welcome to the goddamn bricks in the wall. I am your host, John, a.k.a. Juan, a.k.a. Trippy Shaman, coming at you from my psychedelic garage in Texas. It's a beautiful night, it's half a moon, it's a clear cold night, and we're just chilling here talking. Uh, Christopher's drinking some good-ass wine. Score! I'm about to talk up some cannabis. Drew's gonna abstain because last time he kind of... Christopher derailed the podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> he brought some super good ass weed from Colorado. I'll be okay at this. And uh, it crept up on us. And uh, Drew lost his speaking potential. And he was just <laughs> laughing and laughing. And uh, Pete, I think he got secondhand smoke because nah, we had the no, yeah no, we had no. the garage closed. And he was like, his eyes were vibing. I saw it. No, I'm, I got this. You can hit this if you want. But um. Okay, so here we are, guys. We're going to talk to y'all about some pretty cool stuff. I actually wanted to talk to y'all about... We'll talk about later Spider-Man. Have y'all seen Spider-Man uh, Far Away From Home? No. Okay, it's a badass movie. It's hey, all about... Actor. It's actor. Tom, Tom Holland. Huh? Yeah, it's one, of, it's one of the remakes. They've remade it so many times by now, but... Man, it's I, pretty I good. get into that, too, I mean, after... We should do, like, movie symbolism and, like, write reviews, because this movie is full of a lot of truths that I want to... I wrote down a bunch of notes, but... And, and also how, like, they replaced a lot of actors um, to, to recast as the starring roles, you know, like, for a lot of Marvel movies, you know, um, James Bond, 007... Um, I keep in touch with a lot of alternative media, but also you got to be careful what you watch, what you read, because that movement too is infiltrated with um, uh, false agents or whatever. But it, it's funny to me how how they're enacting and contributing to feminism in terms of like female roles being casted as James Bond or as Marvel Avengers or something like that. You know, this whole inversion of what was once traditional and original it's now being replaced with new road order or like the new way of life or under the context of liberalism like a female cat's role is being played as a superhero saving the world whenever in all reality that's just not logical like ghostbusters they remade it with females and the new 007 they kind of made it seem that 007 became a woman yeah yeah, it was so weird. stuff like that, you know, I keep in touch with, and it's my own thinking too, man, you know, you, you think outside of the box and you're like, why, why are they switching things up, you know? And like a lot of Netflix shows, there's always somebody gay or bisexual in them. Mm-hmm. In Every family episode, unit, yeah. Not, it's not that common, it's not a minority, like not that many people are gay or lesbian or whatever, but they make it seem like it's so normal and like so... Global population, man, it's only a small percent, yeah. but, you know, with, with the media and everything, yeah. I feel like that shit's always been normal. What? The whole gay. No, I think it's normal, but they're making it seem like it's, it's more. A, it's more like normalized. Yeah, they're normalizing. It's more like, like back then it wasn't. It wasn't like every television show you watch, but now, bro, it's like everything movie or Netflix. I feel every like television since show. we have like TV and internet, like more eyes are on it, and so they're like making it seem like yeah, because yeah. like bro, back then like. Who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no one, not everybody knew, you know? Mm-hmm. Only people that saw you physically doing that mm-hmm. knew you were yeah. gay or whatnot. But it, it wasn't prevalent, too. Like, it, there was only a few television shows and movies, but now it seems like everything you watch, mm-hmm. there's yeah, always... Right. And, again, 
with all due respect to people who are choosing their own way, but what I assume we elaborate on is we know about the agenda behind that. For other people who are unlike, uh, who got a different sexual preference, they assume the government or whoever is behind movements such as feminism, LGBTQ, whatever, that they're doing it out of love, not respect for equality. But we elaborate on the fact that, hey, maybe it's for a different purpose to contribute towards uh, a totalitarian new world order, one world religion state of, of um, you know, guys, whenever we're under this one hive mindset, I've always believed in order. You know, I, I, I grew up with getting the spanking. You know, I grew up with parents being teaching me what's right and what's wrong. And now at this age, obviously it doesn't come in the form of spanking, but if I, if I do something wrong, it comes in the form of what financial lack or spiritual lack or uh, another different type of pain that an individual adult has to face rather than your mom or your dad hitting you with the belt. So order is correct. That's real. But it seems like just what Juan was talking about, this order out of chaos or uh, um, helium dialect, the Freemason um, um Freemason logo about um, how, you know, you, you implement chaos and out of that comes order. Uh, well, we got a question. What type of order? Is it a new world order? Is it the way, the order that they want us to succumb to? But guys, I mean, obviously, um, okay, we're all about average, right? But let's say if we got a six foot five adult, mm-hmm. right, uh, a friend, and, and we're trying to orchestrate a basketball team, Pete. Most likely... We would want him to be the point guard, right? Because biologically, being realistic, he's a taller guy, taller arms. He can block all the shots whenever people come in and drive in for an alley hoop or layup, right? But but you don't hear us short people saying, hey, that that's, that's not equal. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. You're just being realistic because... I, for a coach, you got to be realistic. All right, this guy's a taller guy. Mm-hmm. I won't have him dribble the ball and try to go in for the alley hoop. He's way too tall. Right? That's why you never see Mexicans in the NBA. There's no Mexicans yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, and, 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 and just so. Hispanics. Yeah, we all, we all succumb sure. to order, you know. And right now, I feel like in order to divide the way certain people in power, how they, what I assume they operate and they think about it, is, hey, the way to divide a society is take out order and we know for a household the man is always on top but on top of the man is god Mm -hmm. the woman is at the bottom the man is on top of her the children and everything you get the man to do the manly duties you get the wife to do the wifely duties Mm -hmm. and that is what creates a good sustaining long marriage Mm -hmm. and uh where kids are raised up right but if you twist that and, and now, and guys, I got articles in my phone about how, you know, liberals are, 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 are talking about this and that about, you know, you men ought to be confident enough to be a stay-at-home dad. Let the woman go out and work. And see how this whole inversion is coming? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how everything, yeah. And also, if you go to Google, you look up, you can, you can, this is how you find out how weird the times are. You go to Google and you search, can men have babies? And it says, yes, of course they can. And like uh, Drew says, it's all being pushed on people to make destroy the family unit in a sense. So in television, you also notice on shows on Netflix, almost all the shows, they make the parents seem dumb. Like they're not capable of really sustaining the family. They always make it seem like the kids 
know what's better and they're sneaking around the kid the parents and the parents have no idea what's going on but it's all systemic to like push this idea on children that the parents don't like to not listen to the parents that they don't really know what's going on and it's strange because now i've also noticed a trend on youtube there's a whole bunch of videos aimed like at children where they're i think you've even seen some on snapchat guys where they show like obvious pranks but you can tell it's obvious like they're making a prank i saw one where there's two people sitting on a bench two two people sitting on a bench and someone goes underneath and like ties their shoelaces together but you can tell it's staged and obvious but the way that it's i think it's made to so that kids who see that now they think that people are actually that stupid you know assume that they don't know what's going on that you can do all these things so that maybe when they want to rebel or go against the status quo or authority they're they seem like they're not going to get caught and then when they go out of their way to actually do something to stand back and fight back against the oppressors since they've seen these videos and they think oh we're not going to get caught we're it's all so simple to do all these things they're going to get caught up but um i guess i want to talk to you about the movie um spider-man i saw it yesterday um i was under the influence of some psychedelic and i saw a bunch of truths in there that i wanted to share um so they've remade Spider-Man into all different ones, but this is the one with Tom Holland in it. And it's, uh, it's called Spider-Man, Far Away From Home. <clears throat> and the plot of the story overall on the surface, what it is is Spider-Man's going on a high school field trip to Europe, and he's planning to tell MJ, his girlfriend, Mary Jane, that he likes her, that he wants to date her. But, but then uh, what happens is Mysterio comes in, and this other guy, Samuel L. Jackson, I don't know what kind of superhero he is, but he has an eye patch. He's not a hero. He's not, they're he's they're evil, a, right? He's just an agent. He's just a what? An agent. Like oh, an agent? For the, for oh, okay, okay, okay. So, okay, so what happens is Spider-Man, um, he's, he, he feels he really needs this vacation because he's like so stressed out about saving the world and all this shit. So he's, before he leaves to Europe, he decides whether or not to take his Spider-Man uniform because he wants to relax. He's, he wants to stop like worrying about saving the world and i guess that's kind of a metaphor to truthers or people who are in the world who want to make a difference they're like i mean am i really making a difference it's kind of teaching people learned helplessness to like not i'm not really going to try i want to step away but everyone has a calling you know we all have something to do but we kind of don't want to do it because we want to take a break or take it easy we don't want to work hard for it but anyways so they go to europe right and um He's plan- Spider-Man's planning to tell his girlfriend that, that he likes her and he, and he wants to be with her. So, but what happens is these evil, like, I guess the villains are the, the elements. There's fire, earth, um, wind. What are the elements, guys? You know? Well, all the elements Water, become... Water, yeah, yeah, all the elements become monsters, basically. So they're in Venice... And this monster made out of water comes and, like, destroys the city and shit. And so Mysterio comes in and he destroys the the monster or whatever. But what you really find out is that Mysterio, it starts with an M, like the media, he is causing the problems. He, he is the one who's making these monsters with projectors. He's using drones to, like, cast projectors, like blue, uh, what is that, blue beam um, blue beam operation blue beam where they're going to project shit in the sky and fool people with lies so he's they're basically projecting this monster's not real at all he's just using these drones with uh, weapons on it that can destroy the city sort of and it makes it seem like it's it's real and mysterio comes in and saves the day so that's the whole hegelian dialectic where the oppressors of the new world order cause problems 
and then they come in with the solution that they already planned. So tell us about the Hegelian dialectic. Well, I mean, from from what I researched. Well, um, it's mainly tied to Freemason ideology. Uh, Hegelian dialectic. Uh, we also have the order out of chaos. Order out of chaos. Mm -hmm. um, weren't uh, did you ever read about how six of the fifty something presidents that signed the Declaration of Independence uh, they were all Freemasons. Oh yeah, at least six mm -hmm. or seven. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, celebrities, global icons that willingly that admit to being part of the Freemason fraternal order, and uh, and basically this secret society or this this cabal, if you will, they're hell bent on on orchestrating a new world order, where um, and how do they get there? Well. I mean, it's either through conquest or consent. A lot of people will willingly give their consent towards the New World Order. A lot of people will fight against it. Um, my personal opinion is whether it's Republican or Democratic Party, they're both the same side, different sides of the same coin, you know. Um, and most, if not all, of the world events. They're they're all twisted in favor and turned to fit the narrative, in order to transform the earth, our world as we know it, to a global one world religion. And obviously, the human mind can't do this alone. So I I do believe that they aid from the help of uh, spirits, mm -hmm. uh, getting involved in, in the occult, the Kabbalah, Freemason. Um, I mean, if you would referred to the Bible as simply a, a history book. You know, the Bible does say, for we rest not against flesh and blood, but against spirits, principalities, and heavenly places. Um, you know, so, uh, and, and again, guys, what's on top of the pyramid isn't a human, it's an eye. And that resembles the eye of Ra, the eye of Horus, the spiritual eye, the, the enlightenment eye. You know, so... Whose uh, eye is it? Um... Well, I, I personally believe it, it's the eye of Lucifer, the eye of Ra, um, the the all-seeing eye, the eye of enlightenment, where these globalists are deceived into creating this one world order, this new world order, um, for the sake of living for eternity, for the promise that they've been deceived into believing that they'll live forever through transhumanism and transcendence, and so forth. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that kind. Of, so that goes in line with this movie, and this goes again with this whole theory I have that they're telling you the truth in movies. They kind of prepare you. And again, this movie came out in 2017. So I want to tie this movie with the whole thing because it's all basically about. So Mysterio again, he wants to become a superhero, but no one ever saw him as that because uh, Tony Stark, I think, always like belittled him, so he became full of anger and ego. So he created this whole destruction. He creates this fake false flag so that people can like worship him and like give them consent, like Jandrew says, like to follow him, to follow false doctrine through lies. So um, 
So Spider-Man and they, they're, so I guess Spider-Man figures this out. He finds out that Mysterio's doing this shit with drones and he says that he needs to let the truth out. So they, they had this big fight scene and um, it's pretty crazy because when they're fighting, Mysterio uses the drones to like project uh, virtual reality like if it was in real life. So it becomes a super trippy scene where it becomes all black and Spider-Man's fighting like in this, it looks like a high school, but he's fighting like fake things, lies essentially by Mysterio made through the, through the drones. And then there's this scene where Mysterio says, I control the truth. I am the truth, which is, again, the media. They control the narrative. They make people believe uh, and create the world that, yeah. that they want by pushing certain propaganda on the news. People believe it and they cause this to manifest in the real world. And then I guess um, what else happens? This says. Yeah, I watched it here last night. Okay, and then I guess um, at one point Spider-Man asks uh, Mysterio, "Why do you? Why did you do this?" And he goes, "It's easy to fool people when they have when they fool themselves." And uh, and then there's this really creepy, weird scene. So I guess Spider-Man and his class they're taking this trip in in Europe, right? And the teacher again, the teacher again is portrayed as a as a dumb teacher who's incompetent, who can't really guide the class. They make him look stupid and, and dumb. So Spider-Man's there and he realizes that he has to save the world, but he doesn't really want to, he doesn't want to come for the calling. He wants to, he wants to stay away and just be part of the field trip. He's tired of trying to save the world all the time. And so he keeps like telling, because Mysterio this is before um, he finds out that Mysterio is using the drones. Mysterio tells him, come on, kid, you have to help me fight these elemental monsters. And, and Spider-Man's like, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to be a kid. I want to be with my field trip. I want to tell MJ, the girl I like, that I like her. And he's like, all right, fine, go be a kid. So he goes back to his dorm or wherever they're staying at. And, um, and behind the scenes, I guess Mysterio and that other guy, Samuel L. Jackson, he, uh, they changed the, the plans of the school. So now instead of going to, because they were traveling Europe doing a tour, instead of going to a different city, um, Mysterio diverts their plan and they end up going to Prague where supposedly the next monster was going to attack. And Spider-Man notices, he's like, oh shit, they're fucking with me. They're, they're changing the schedule so that I have to be there and fight. So they're kind of steering him into that direction. And it's weird because there's was one creepy ass scene where the guy who's there's this guy who's taking over the bus to take the kids to the other place. And once the kids get on the bus, he goes, I got the kids kind of like referring to human trafficking. You know, it was really creepy. And then later on, he takes the kids to this place and he says the kids are in the kill zone. And, you know, that just made me think of all this weird Epstein shit that they must be doing when they traffic kids and move them around. Like they're kind of showing you the truth in the movie. But anyways, um, so then after Spider-Man figures all this shit out, he's having a big fight scene again with Mysterio. And um, Spider-Man, I don't know how the fuck, he goes up into the sky where the drones can get him for some reason. And I took this, since I was kind of tripping, I saw this in my head that Spider-Man had to come up from somewhere above, like higher consciousness. He had to defeat the media by coming from a higher awareness. And, like to, and so he falls. So the drones are making another monster. 
there's another monster, but, but Spider-Man knows it's not real. So he goes up into the sky from a higher level of consciousness and falls into the monster. <laughs> and once he's in the monster, he can see outside. He sees the drones projecting everything that's going on. And he says something to the effect of people need to see the truth. It's all lies. And again, that's kind of like one of those truth codes that they put in there. And so uh, Spider-Man, the way he defeats them is he uses his web and he ties all the drones together. And while he's trying to do this, the drones are trying to shoot him. And they're shooting each other. The drones, as they miss Spider-Man, the bullets are hitting the other drones. So again, I took this as a metaphor that the media is going to try to always hide and suppress the truth. And now you can even see it with censorship. When they try to censor people and they tell lies, they're getting more and more desperate to keep the truth from coming out. And as they do this, they're going to start showing their hand and people are going to be able to see the illusions because at one point, the drones hit one of the other drones and the projection gets kind of screwy and people are like, what the fuck? That doesn't look real. And they start thinking and questioning. So again, as long as there's somebody working toward the truth and actually trying to fight against it, when the media tries to suppress you, they're going to start eating each other in a sense. And this is, gives us the opportunity to let the truth be shown. And then, so Spider-Man ties all the drones together and he starts destroying them. And then, so as I said, as the projection gets getting kind of glitchy, Mysterio's talking to one of the guys that's controlling the drones, like in the control center. And he says, hey, Mysterio, something's wrong with the... No, I mean, Mysterio asked the guy, hey, something's wrong with the image. It doesn't look right. It looks fucked up. And then the guy in the control room, he says, nah, it's okay, it looks fine. And then Mysterio says, no, we need to control it because they'll see what I want them to see. So again, this is like the media saying, we're going to control the narrative. We tell people what to believe in. So the drones end up killing and destroying themselves. And at one point, uh, they're shooting each other. They go through this room that has old medieval and ancient art. And again, I took this as a metaphor to what the dominators do. They're currently trying to suppress and destroy old knowledge of the way life used to be in the past because if you don't know what you were or where you came from, you don't know where you're going. So this is another way of controlling the narrative. They erase and change the past. So just a scene, I don't know if that's what they meant, but I saw then, that's how I sensed it. So I guess they destroy that art. And then um, Spider-Man, it's just Spider-Man and Mysterio fighting like one-on-one and they're on this bridge. It's very strange because on either side of the bridge, there's a sign that says fire exit only. So it's like the only two choices to get out of this problem are through fire, through destruction. But something happens and Spider-Man like breaks through the wall and makes his own exit, like his own way out of it. You know, I saw it. That's what I saw it as. Maybe it's symbolic. Maybe it doesn't mean anything. But then so Spider-Man kicks Mysterio's ass and Mysterio's on the floor. And Spider-Man says, you lied to me. I trusted you. And that's kind of like, once again, people trust the media, you know. They think the media is there to, like, help them understand the truth, but they're not. They're just entertainment. They're just there to, like, steal your attention. To accurate your ears, you know. Yeah, yeah. Give you what you want to believe. Yeah, and see, like, that shit like that, that when they put that in movies, it's symbolic. They're telling you what they're doing, you know, to, to catch aware, so, to, to be aware of what's going on. And, and they're mocking you, too, you know, like, hey, look how dumb they and so then, once again, Spider-Man asks him, like, one last time, why did you do this? Why did you do all of this? And Mysterio, his last words were, um, uh, he says, people don't believe in anything anymore. So that, once again, that, holds, that goes with the whole agenda of destroying God and uh, making people not believe in anything, have no morality. They lose their path. They lose their, where they're going, their sights, 
And this is, makes e people easier to control. And one thing also that I noticed that was interesting about MJ, the, the Spider-Man's girlfriend, is, is in this movie, she's very, like, I guess they made her seem as truth because her personality is very rebellious, you know? She jokes with people. There's one scene where she says, uh, I, don't get a lo I don't get much luck getting close to people. And I took that as people don't really want the truth. You know, they, they say and they appear to seem like they want the truth, but the truth is hard. It's, it's dark and people don't really want it. So MJ, which is also weird because MJ, like Mary Jane, weed, I think weed is one of the best truths out there. I think weed has the potential to change the world. We could use hemp, you know, to create plastics and stop using oil and de destroying the planet. Cannabis can make medicines, clothes, rope, tools, anything. But it's being suppressed. And it's strange also because there's a verse in the Bible in Revelations where it says something about that there's a plant in between two rivers and that this plant will be the healing of the nations. That it bears, yeah, that it bears uh, 12 manners of fruit, meaning it has many uses, like hemp. You can make all types of products from it. But that's besides the point. Another thing that MJ says... That was really weird. It says that she said, um, the fuck did she say? Damn, she said something else that I wrote down. But basically, her, her whole, I guess, her character is all about the truth. And, and Spider-Man wants to, the truth to come out, you know? And he's... He's attracted to the truth. So it's kind of all symbolic to me. I saw it all. I can't really put it into nice words like other people do. But yeah, it was a really interesting movie. I think y'all should check it out. Especially if y'all eat some mushrooms or something. Y'all are going to see like deeper truths in there. That most, most people just see this movie and it's like, oh, it's just a comic book movie. There's nothing to it. But again, with what happened into the world, the media basically told you. <clears throat> we're going to put all oh, the... Yeah, there's this one scene where Mysterio says, um, this fucking... This, this, we have to pull this off. We're trying to pull, we're trying to fool 7 billion people. So this again, is like the media pushing this lie worldwide, which is COVID, I think. And they're trying to use it to control and manipulate people into their world of government. And it's just real interesting how there's a bunch of movies like that. Have y'all seen Sonic? I couldn't. I tried it, bro. It just looked like dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was dumb as shit, but it's also about drones. It's all about false flags and s similar things like the Hegelian dialectic. Well, yeah, I can see how that's about what, is drones. That? what is that? What is that? The Hegelian dialectic is this... That's a Freemason logo. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's an idea yeah, that... It's a modem. Yeah, that the, that the secret society is used. It's Problem, this idea that... reaction, solution. Yeah, so, for example... The government wants to be able to track and trace everyone, but they're not going to just say, okay, guys, we're going to track and trace all of y'all. Mm. So when 9-11 happened, they used that as an excuse to put the uh, freedom of, inf no, not the, the, what was it? The Patriot Act. The Patriot Act was a fucking, it sounds good, the Patriot Act, but it was a subversion of the American freedoms. That gave the government the freedom to track and trace everyone in the name of safety because we don't want another terrorist attack. So the problem was we want to be able to trace everybody, but we're not going to be able to pull it off if we tell them, hey, we're going to track and trace y'all. People are going to be like, fuck, no, you can't do that. You can't. We need our privacy. So a problem, a problem like 9-11 happens, which gives them the excuse to go ahead and fucking track and trace everybody. So it's prob they create the problem, and then they push in a solution that they wanted to, to, yeah. to put in to implement. We're like cattle. 
Yeah, they're just playing with Cattle, us. Cattle, dude. We're just animals. That give milk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're just milking us, dude. <laughs> so it was a good movie? Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, it was like... When I was watching, I was thinking... Who writes this stuff? Like, who is giving these people the idea to write the things the way they do? And it seems like, like Drew says, I feel like maybe there's demonic kind of, there's demons or something helping the creators write this stuff. And they're putting this information in there to help them fool the people, to work for their agenda. I think it's like metaphorical for like the so-called aliens or the concept of the aliens. Um, I had a yeah. uh, idea on that. You know how like the Bible says uh, principality. Yeah. yeah. They kind of. What does he? What does it say? They kind of reminds me of that like uh, that race of star seeds or whatever called Pleiadians. Pleiadians. Mm-hmm. But that principality is kind of like I don't know fucks with my head. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds like kind of similar to the Pleiadians or. These, Pleiadians. Like, Who are they, bro? They're like these star seeds that are supposed to come here to guide us or. I think it's like, like, like workers, yeah, right? yeah, like that type of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. the enlightened ones or something like that. It's kind of like that movie that just came out called Eternals. Man, I want to see that. Is it good? Th- th- that's another movie we you should probably watch Man, too. Guys, one. Hey, Eternals, Eternals, because what he was just talking about. Movies in, in Hollywood about UFO and everything. Supposedly, they're a way to normalize us to the concept of aliens because whenever they come, we'll be more accepting of them. What is Eternals about? Or these like, aliens, or like, uh, AKA saviors. Not, not saviors, but uh, uh, just the Antichrist. As something that we gotta be open to. And then those who aren't open to, or this new age concept, they'll be labeled as the real terrorists of America. And be put away with, or put into like, you know, fucking. But the point is, I mean. You said butt fucking? Yeah, you said butt fucking. <laughs> The whole point is, man, a lot of these UFO movies we see in Hollywood, they're for a purpose, to normalize us to the concept of whenever a metaphorical event like that happens, yeah. we'll be more accepting of it. And these aliens are synonymous with light workers, enlightenment, you no, know, yeah. the, um, uh, there's many books written on them, bro. They're part of the New World Order, New World Age, you know, um, you know, for whenever we're in chaos, order will come out of that. And this order is a new age. New world order is the politics side of it, economy side of it, right? But the new age is just like new world order, but it's more of the like religious side of it. Believing in one thing only. And those who don't believe in that will be put to death or be labeled as the terrorists of America. Well, they already are. There are all the people who went to mm-hmm. the insurrection and all that. Mm-hmm. They're already trying to turn people, Americans, against Americans. Like I said, guys, in some way, shape, or form, I believe we're already in that minor, minor state of a new world order. But think about it. I mean, man, guys, I, I got three pictures of, like, little dominoes having that. All of a sudden, that, I sent you guys that picture. Wait, was it? I, just, I don't remember which picture. <laughs> He sent us a lot of stuff, Drew. Yeah, he sent us a bunch. Yeah, he did a lot there. What was it? No, little dominoes that, you know, like if you want to take little off Little Caesars pizza, or dominoes? Uh, uh, one of little dominoes. He said little dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, you're not going to smoke next time, Drew. 
<laughs> Derailing everything. What about Little Caesars? What did they have? Well, now they have like little. Oh, you're talking uh, about those things you order the kiosk. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. And that kiosk talks back to you. Don't forget your ranch, or don't forget your medium Dr Pepper. Yeah, oh yeah, that reminded me. You know, they have Walgreens. They have those digital things where it makes the, you know, like it's like a fucking digital platform in front of the freezer and everything like that. That remi- now they have McDonald's. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on, bro. Let it out, dude. Drew, every time, every time you look over, Drew. You know, I was thinking about getting high, and you know how like, you just laugh at everything? Um, I was thinking about, like, alchemy, and, like, you're pretty much in that frequency when you get high. You just turn everything into joy. Like, you, you like, it doesn't matter what it is. It can be something stupid, and it's, like, hilarious. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like right. with shrooms, too, it's like yeah. that. You don't feel like that? Yeah, with so drugs, they're affecting your mind. You're putting shit nah, in your I'm body. not laughing when I'm on that shit, or I'm fucking... You don't? No, no, no. Or on bars and shit. Oh, bars? I feel like there's different type of drugs. There's drugs that, like, put you higher up in, I guess, your level of consciousness and drugs that make you dumber and slow. Yeah, yeah. Dumber. Yeah, like bars. Dumber and slow is actually fun, I don't like it, bro. I don't... I never liked those. Uh, I... When I did a lot of mushrooms, I kind of got, like, super slow. But, like, it was, like, kind of, like, time-stopping. It's kind of good, though, huh? Yeah, it's cool. Probably because he felt that frequency of being one with time, that there is no time. Yo, yeah, yeah. That, that whole concept, infiniteness, you know? Yeah, and uh, sometimes you, you I... You know what I'm talking about, yeah, bro. Let me find out. Um, when I'm, like, walking sometimes to the stores, to the grocery store... You walk um, to the grocery store? No, no, I'm, like, walking in the grocery oh. store. Like, in the grocery <laughs> store. Yeah, I was like, damn, this motherfucker <laughs> walks to the grocery <laughs> store. I don't know. Yeah, walking in the grocery store, you know, you ever catch people, like, looking at you, and it being, like, a very, like, weird moment, but, like, slow moment, or, like, you kind of just, like, like, kind of... Like, stare at somebody? Like, kinda, No, you're not staring, but, like, your eyes meet, so or, like, or, like, they're staring at you, and you're, like, you pick up, like, a sense or something, and you, like, look over, mm-hmm. you get that, like, a feeling someone's looking at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then, like... Yeah, but like time kind of like slows down or something for me and like yeah like, I know what you mean you know what I mean yeah it's like something to be like engulfed like in the moment of like just being there and like not really being in your your thoughts just being like purely in the moment like it slows it down or something mm-hmm. I think it has something to do with your brain frequency too maybe slow down like in the moment Whenever Drew was talking about how they have the, all everything's now being automated, being with controls and robots, at a, at all the grocery stores, you you check yourself out. You you don't really have a lot of employees, like humans actually interacting with humans. Is pushing this agenda of like not depending on other humans, just talking to computers. Have y'all seen the movie? Um, what's it called? Uh, it's with Matt Damon. Uh, where he goes up in the sky, there's a there's a dome, there's a space center up in the sky. You know what I'm talking about? Oh uh, yeah, with the Elix Elix Elysium. Have oh, you seen Elysium? Is it that? Yeah, Elysium is a movie where it's in the future and Earth is all fucked up, and all the rich people live in space on a space center that goes around the Earth, and all the poor people live on Earth, and it's like the future where everything's controlled through robots. And Matt Damon, he's like on parole because he did something fucked up. So he has to go meet his parole officer. 
but his parole officer is a computer. It's a robot. So he goes and sits in front of him, and, like, he's talking to him, and he has to... Because something happened that he was going to get in trouble with his parole officer, and he's trying to discuss with them what happened, but the, the machine is, like, so direct, logical. It doesn't have compassion. It doesn't have feelings. It's just like, okay, you messed up. You need to do this. And then Matt Damon starts getting, like, upset. He's like, no, that's not what happened. And the robot's like, I can sense you are being stressful. And he offers him these pills, like these drugs to like numb you out, which was like the brave, uh, brave new world in the future. You know, they, they drug everyone out. Anyone who has any problems or issues, they just drug you out so that you don't rebel or get upset or get sad. You just drugged out. And Matt, and Matt Damon's like, no, I don't want that. He's like, I just want to explain to you what's going on. And he's like, if you continue to, to talk back to me, we will add to your sentence or some shit like that. But it's just, again, it's like you can't negotiate with the machine. You know, it's going to tell you what it's, what's going to happen. You can't, like, make a plan or come to an agreement because it's just logic. You're not going to fight. You're not going to win against the machine. And it's just, again, it becomes this push of you're not going to be able to fight back against authority. It's all being controlled to, through technology, you know. Hey, bro, do you know how, like, all the time we call our banks, you first got to go through, like, a 30-second to a minute talk with the fucking telescreen uh you know like the whole robotic voice welcome to so-and-so press one what are you talking about? oh when you make a call to like a company? To, to, to any corporate but like uh-huh. like I'm talking oh yeah about, that like, too banks yeah 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 you know you call capital one uh well it's fargo whatever. yeah right you know and uh with Xfinity, Reliance, or like other companies, mm-hmm. you know, you could go on the app and talk to a supposedly a person, but it's know, a bot. It's, but, uh, yeah, you know, things like that are getting more and more common, yeah. and and they're prepackaged with convenience, right? Mm-hmm. Makes life easier. But it's not. It's frustrating. Like sometimes you're talking to the machine that doesn't understand you. You're like, what? bitch, I said five. But I mean, the bitch is like, that, you like, said eight. Obviously, I'm like, like after a while, yeah. that would get more Stupid concise, right? But the idea behind it, the the pros about behind it is um, this idea that we get more centralized into a, a one database. Mm-hmm. Uh, centralized. We're like so being. We're all interconnected, and, and I think the final grand finale comes with um, getting implanted with uh, something. You know that. What my, you my opinion. What would y'all do if it gets to that point? Are you gonna let it? Are you gonna? No, nah, I won't. Well, so what are you gonna do? Well, I mean, like, I'll try to, to fight honest, back, but like, to be honest, it, it something like that. Comes what would you do, Chris? I'll some, fight, like you said. What the fuck? Something like that, that also comes with intelligence. Like, hey, bro, you gotta be smart and, and be financially ready for that. So no, yeah, yeah. I mean, but if secondly, it comes down you know, to you also have to have integrity. Either your moral character, what you believe in as a man, or succumb to the pressures of. A totalitarian authority. I'm okay with death, so I go with death. Yeah. But see, like you, you, you think you're assuming measure of, of somebody. You're assuming that the new world order is gonna come one day and be like, okay, you either join or you don't join. It's no. not gonna be like that. No, it's, no, it's happening. It's just a slow encroaching. Right so the, we won't be there when it happens. Then. No, it's. Ha- I don't know. I think like it's happening it's a, slowly. We're but in a new world no, world. I know, I know. Y'all know we're in a new order. Look how twisted things. But look, it's slowly happening. Like what we're saying with all these things being controlled through technology it's not going to be one day that you have to be branded and have a chip but it's going to probably come to the point where like all like all the stores like drew said they're all controlled through they all they all can lock someone was made a video they were talking about those vending machines that you're top well they're not vending machines where you go to the store and you pull out a drink you open this door right 
So they realize that these doors can lock. So what they're saying in the future, what's going to happen is it's going to have a little scan code or something where you're going to have to walk up to it and you're going to have to show either your, your chip or your code or some ways so that you can unlock the door. So say like Chris, he's saying, now I'm not going to conform to the new world order or something. But what if one day he's fucking starving and he's trying to get something new to eat, but he can't buy anything from the grocery store or he can't uh, open one of those doors because he's not in the system. That's how you control the people. You you put them in situations where they have to bend the knee, where they have to... That's why we believe in education. It's mainly indoctrination because it motivates us to be educated educated, but righteous towards the system. For any independence outside of the party, out of the system, we totally lack in self-reliance, self-independence. I've been watching Vikings too much, bro, so I just... It's a funny hero. Damn. What about Vikings? <laughs> nah, that's just what I was saying. Because you know how like, I was like, if it comes down to it, I'm fighting. To yeah, that. but see, the things, things not like that. But imagine if all the power went out and that's the only way to like fight. There, there's no guns. You have to use swords. Or just anything. Yeah, I think it's so crazy how back in the day... <laughs> like anything has to be a sword. Back in the day, I think it was... It was... Fuck that and getting chopped up. God damn, imagine... Damn, you have to be like, fucking, I would have fucking dope my, sh- my shit up. Oh, dude, that's why I don't Yeah, fuck that. I'll probably kill myself before they kill me. I think back that one of the pros from back in the day was that you had to fight someone face-to-face. You couldn't hide like these yeah, motherfuckers do in the military. They have people controlling drones in L.A. Through, through internet. They have drones flying in Afghanistan, killing people like they're playing a video game. Like, it's nothing. It, taking life is, is done with the push of a button or, or just the trigger of a gun from far away. So that kind of displaces you, and it doesn't bring you to the moment to really kind of witness death and to see what you're doing. Like, back in the day, when people went to war, they fucking stood in a plane and they ran at each other. You had to see your enemy and, like, Choke him to death or stab him to death. So, what do you think? We're less human now since we have to do. I think that it's like take that? make death Something much like, more like, accessible, much more easier. Like you can just at one push of a button send a bomb so like somewhere. No feelings, like yeah, no feeling, not no attachment to it. But like back then, that shit, man, yeah, you man. really had to be like, okay, I'm gonna die. T- I probably might die today. Yeah. I'm gonna go to war and probably might die. But the military is so so powerful that they're basically fighting. We have technology, rockets, drones, and we're fighting people in the in the desert who barely got guns, you know. But uh, shit, I was going somewhere with yeah. I guess the whole thing that I'm trying to say is that back in the day, you actually had to to be there, and the kings would even go and march with the warriors. The king would be there to fucking fight, and now the president or all the politicians they hide in Congress, and they hide in their sheltered homes while they send kids to go fight wars that. For, for nothing, for, for money or for resources or whatever it is. But we have a... And Drew, Drew finds this funny. What's so funny about this, Drew? He's laughing. He's <laughs> laughing over here. That's not Drew. That's John Wick right here. So we have a special guest, John Wick, in the building. Oh, yeah, Drew, for, you can't see us, but Drew looks like fucking Neo from The Matrix. He's even got the jacket, the long trench coat looking ass jacket. Yeah. But he's high as fuck, so... Drew's living 5D right now. Hey, you know yeah, what I was no, thinking? No, I, I no. I mean, to be honest, man, I, I really. You really want to? You have the floor here. Go ahead. You what? You feel what? 
I really do believe in what you just said right now, Juan. What? what? Uh, I have a question. Like, what do you think about so, the king back then, <laughs> I just find the whole idea of being a king ridiculous. Like, who was like, okay, I'm the king. I'm going to be the ruler of all of y'all. But you think, like, this person would have Because you know how we talked about, like, the bloodline and keeping it pure and whatnot? I feel like these kings would have to have, like, very uh, powerful, like, energy or something to, for people to be like, ah, oh, you know? But, well, like, people not a king, people, though, but at least a righteous leader. Yeah, a righteous leader. You know, because think about it, guys. All, all right. Let's say if we go... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right so i think it's funny because the whole idea of kings some people some ancient national theories believe that the whole idea of kings actually came from like fallen angels or fucking falling entities coming down and being giants and having technology that they come to the people and say look we're technology advanced and the people bow down to them and see them as gods and take them in and you can even see in ancient Egypt, you have a bunch of art where like the pharaohs and the kings, their heads were morphed. So some people say that maybe those were aliens and shit, but I don't know. It's just, it's strange to see how they say that the king theory and all that came from divine, that they, God gave them the right to rule um, because he chose them. But I think it originally came from maybe fallen angels or, you know, demons like portraying or becoming human and showing that they can do all these miracles and have like super super strength or knowledge and then the people just automatically worship them but as time progressed and these probably entities left normal people were like oh i'm gonna take that position and they were like full of ego you know just trying to gain land or women or money and it's become degraded to this thing where the president is just like a piece of shit. He's not really an honorable person that we really want to to, to be ruling us. They just manipulate the whole system and put the person that they want in control and lead us astray. But um, I guess, do y'all have anything else you want to talk about? I, I had something else I had written down that... Um, just talking about how the phones and were being tracked and monitored all the time. I did a little experiment. I was telling my wife, watch, I'm going to just bring up the word van a lot and say, we need to buy a van. I think it's a good idea that we look for a van. And I said it like a couple of times. And then the next day I was going through my phone and I was getting ads from like Nissan to buy a van and shit. And then the other day I kept getting a bunch of commercials for Taco Bell on YouTube like, every fucking commercial was about Taco Bell. And I was so annoyed because they made the, the jingle, Taco Bell jingle. It's fucking annoying. So, so I was like, okay, let me see. I'm going to do this experiment. So I said, I started saying out loud, like, I fucking hate Taco Bell. Taco Bell is a piece of shit. And then the next commercial that came on was about fucking Papa John's. I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking weird. They're listening to me and they're trying to incentivize me to, to buy shit. But they know that I don't want Taco Bell. So they're like, oh, okay, let's throw him a pizza commercial. Maybe he wants to buy some pizza. But I just oh, think no, it's maybe you just manifested it. Yeah. No. Nah, attraction, dude. No, nah, there's algorithms and tracking you, listening to you, so they can feed you that. All, you're using the apps you have on your phone, Facebook. It's all tracking everything you're saying, and they sell that data. That's how Mark Zuckerberg got rich. He sells all your data to these companies and the corporations. They track you. One another weird ass thing that happened is, I would buy my wife a piece of jewelry every every anniversary and this year like our anniversary is in november 1st 
like two weeks before I started getting a bunch of ads for like jewelry and I was like what the fuck how do they know so they're tracking you they know everything about your life right, so, you have a pattern you, know? you, you have a pattern these algorithms know that so they they track you and they target you they look for people who are buying who are looking for certain things like I kept saying I want a van the algorithms sold my data and then these corporations are using that knowledge to target me and to throw commercials at me so that I may buy their products you know, and I think it's going to get even more crazier as they evolve and they figure out how to... That I think the next thing that's coming is uh, bionic eyes and they're going to be putting advertisement into your mind the whole time. Um, I went on a... After that real bad trip I had, I had like a lot of like um, realizations and like one time I was asleep or something and like um, I woke up and I to look at my phone and suddenly I had the realization that what the fuck? Like, you know, I was, like, on Instagram or something. I'm like, this stuff is poisonous. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is what's draining my energy. And, like, I just don't realize that. I just stopped, like, kind of paying attention to the phone or watching TV. And now I'm to a point where, like, I don't even have internet. And I just, like, sit outside in peace. And, like, you took your like, internet off? Yeah. I don't oh, have, shit. I don't have TV or internet. Oh, or shit. Man, so, like, I, I didn't have internet for a whole two weeks, bro. Yeah, it's been going on like I'm not, I'm not trying to one up or anything, but it's been going on like three months for me. Dude. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's Damn, you wanted up, do you do? No, 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 I'm <laughs> trying, but um, so you are trying too. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, it's not like I can't cross. But um, every time I do watch, well, I mean, I'm not trying to be politically correct, but I feel offended. <laughs> no, I'm really <laughs> sorry. No, no, I didn't mean that. Put you in any type of way, but uh. I'm, I'm, I'm playing like a liberal, so I feel offended. Oh, my. Uh, but yeah, and every time now I watch TV or, or I went to the movies to watch Dune. Oh, shit. I had like, I could feel like the endorphins. Like, were you tripping with you or you were just... No, I was sober. Bro, I saw a tripping, bro. Dude, so you know what you went through Damn, when yeah. you saw that shit. Saw it twice. Damn. Bro, just know I came out like... I feel like I was just like, yeah, dude, like I was in a different like. Different it was an experience. Thing. Yeah, like I was like in a, I don't know. Yeah. I hadn't seen that a movie like that intense, in a while. Oh, this is what I was gonna tell you earlier. We should all go watch The Matrix and then do a podcast right no, after. No, that's what I'm saying. Remember, I said we should yeah, all yeah. trip and do and watch yeah. The Matrix. I'm down. We should do like a, we should go we'll out in the woods and like eat some mushrooms. Then we get that's killed. What I'm saying. We should go camp. Yeah, I'm down. We should go. We could always just go down to the memorial and like take a microdose and just like walk. At night or what? I'm down. Nah, yeah. better at night, full moon, and then yeah, we yeah, sacrifice yeah. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast grows and shit. <laughs> They're like, yes, we want to see more. Chris, one and Andrew, Illuminati sacrifice for Pete or no? Uh, we'll see. We'll flip a coin. We'll see Ooh. what the universe has to say. Nah, you won't. <laughs> we'll make sure you don't. Why, Chris? We'll be the first to go. <laughs> Why? You are fool. You're the one laughing. You're gonna be laughing in the corner and get killed. Hey, um, do you know like about the Freemasonry thing about like um when you reach the highest degree? I've heard this is some. I don't know if y'all know. Thirty three. No. Yeah, like you're supposed to learn how like how to die like physically like. Because what you did was like eat like the ego death or like dying. Transcendence. Yeah. yeah. But like, what do you think about that? Because I've heard like. From Wait, like, is it like physically death? Yeah. Like physical like, death? Like a physical death. I don't like, think so. Nobody can come back to life. The yeah. thing, that's the thing though. Like I heard something Look about. technology. Maybe. Some people can. Yeah. I heard. It's a miracle. Heard, that's why it's called a miracle. 
heard something about like um man i don't even know what the movie is but like i was watching like a like a, a preacher like trying to preach like a broad spectrum of a christianity like in spirit form and he was talking about the antichrist and he's saying like how like in a movie or something this person like fell from like a a tower or something and like he died but he came back to life but he was talking about like the spirit like um your soul leaving and like the spirit coming back into your body and just being spirit instead of like body and soul and spirit you're just spirit and i'm thinking about like that's the same thing kind of what jesus did like he like died and he came back with his spirit and he was like his body was like pure and like holy when he died and supposedly like the antichrist is supposed to die too or something no he gets injured the only one who can come back to life supposedly is jesus the antichrist dying no he doesn't die he gets a wound he gets a wound and it looks like he's about to die and then he he comes back and the the whole world marvels at the beast saying who is like the beast who can go against the beast so is this like at the end of the new world order yeah supposedly he's at the armageddon the final battle Uh, of god jesus and and lucifer Uh, anyways i guess um This is a pretty chill ass night, actually. I want to go outside and see the moon. It's like a perfect hey, dude, half moon today. The stars out there in Colorado were beautiful, bro. Oh, yeah, bro, I wanted to trip out there like so bad. I was like, that's so definitely much, a place to trip. Do they sell mushrooms at the dispensaries there? Or no? no, it's not even going. Oh, no. I was trying to get some mushrooms, but I don't know. It's like the people wouldn't talk to you. I've been, I've been trying to find a good dealer for some penis envy. Sure. All right, guys. So thanks for sticking with us today. Come on, then. Thanks for sticking with our show today. Uh, today, I hope you like what we had to say. We'll come with you next week. Um, Drew was also out of it a little bit the next time. Neil right here. Um, I have actually, an, I want to have a couple of guests on. I've been talking to some people on Instagram that... They also post badass shit, and they have a pretty good following. And I've already talked to about two or three people that they, they said they're down and interested, so maybe we can have a, a guest next time. I'm going to start writing some notes down and have an interview, because there's one guy who, like, specifies on Tartaria. Have you heard about Tartaria? Oh, dude, we should talk the about mud flood. On your, on but I have, well, I have one guy who's like, that's all he posts, so I think he's, like, a real, he's real knowledgeable in that. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him. I, I already talked to him and he said he's down, but he's in LA, so we're gonna have to figure out the timing and all that. But um, yeah, thanks for listening to us, guys, and we'll come back next week. Peace.